all to another episode of Rock the Magnifs Coffee and Beats. I am your musical barista, and I have an excellent episode in store for you. But before we get into that, hey, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, hit the like, comment, and also share this video with your loved ones. I'm sure they would love to hear this. Now, with that being said, I appreciate all the support that I received from IGTV. This is where I got this show started in my private Instagram account and it got some good reviews. So I was encouraged to, hey, put this on the big platform, put this on YouTube so everybody can take a look at it so that they can really see all the musical recommendations that I'm putting out there and some track releases as well. And the goal of this show is to just give you some music that will help you expand your horizons uh, outside of the norm and you know a lot of the content that I am going to be putting on this show a lot of the albums that I'm going to be recommending on this show is guilt-free music so you don't have to worry about listening to something and you're like uh uh, maybe I should have listened to something else. And also, before I get into the show, I also got to share with you what I'm drinking. And a nice little cup right here of some French vanilla mixed in with some white mocha creamer. And I'm a huge, I've been huge on creamer for the last couple of years. I've kind of avoided putting sugar in my drinks. But I want to ask you guys a question. You can mention it in the comments section. What do you prefer? Do you prefer putting creamer along with sugar? Are you just fine with creamer? Whatever the case, do you like your coffee just dark? Let me know in the comment section. And with that being said, I'm about to get right into our review. We got a lot of albums to get into, so we're gonna get right into it. And the first album that's up to bat is none other than the British electronic band Jungle with their third installment loving in stereo now this band consists of two producers josh lloyd watson and tom mcfarland now this album features a track list of 14 songs with a runtime of roughly around 40 minutes i first discovered this group as a referral from a close friend of mine when he sent me the video for their single platoon off their first self-titled album and this featured a little girl break dancing to the track which pulled me right in and it was like love at first sight the production was amazing i like how energetic the music was i love the little girl break dancing in the video she killed it and then i came to find out that as i continue to follow their catalog a lot of their videos feature just dancers dancing throughout their tracks so I fell in love with this group instantly. Now, although I really enjoyed their first album, they followed up with their second album in 2018 entitled Forever, which I was not that particularly crazy about because it sounded too similar to their first album and I got bored really quickly with it. However, this new release, Loving in Stereo, Jungle hits us with some explosive songs thunderous production and well-timed features from different British artists that don't disappoint. Side note, this is the first album where you will find other artists on their previous two albums. So uh, to me, I thought that added a nice touch uh, 
to this particular project. As far as the content on this album, we approach a lot of themes here. Themes such as starting over, finding new love, interest, no matter whether it's a person, place, or thing, or continuing to fight through the pressures in life. And lyrically, a lot of the songs are repetitive, and almost every song sounds like one big gigantic chorus, which is a trademark of Jungle, but this time, this presentation was a lot more dynamic than their previous effort. Maybe because they called for backup? Which I more than happy enjoy the fact that they call for backup. Now, production-wise, this album does not fall short in any way, shape, or form. It almost feels like I'm watching a live hip-hop instrumental, but in a good way, because for the record, I musicals but this had more of a in the heights type feel with you now if you haven't seen in the heights go and watch it it's one of the rare musicals that i actually like because it had that hip-hop dancey type flair to it and this is what this album felt like the beats are fast-paced dynamic this album definitely fulfilled those summer vibes that we all crave to have jungle doesn't leave you walking away feeling like they took too many risks. Um, they virtually stay within their element, just with a lot more heart and energy than their previous work. I think that with their previous album, they relied too much on presentation and less on musical delivery. Because if you think about it, everybody doesn't watch videos. Everybody doesn't watch music videos. They're just listening to your music. And so I felt like sometimes what gets jungle in trouble is they use these music videos with all the dancing to really draw out audiences to like their music but if you listen to those albums and you never really watch those videos it can sound a little repetitive that's why i appreciated this particular effort in comparison to their other two i felt like the songs were a lot more dynamic and you know you didn't have to see any of their videos to really get into it i didn't see a single video until after this album came out and i listened to the album first before i watched the videos because i was like let me see how the music sound first before i get into watching the videos and of course the videos are amazing now my favorite tracks off the album keep moving of course is the first release single for this album which again provide some some of the same familiar patterns that you know jungle always go by it really sounds similar to busy earning again still enjoyable still listenable and i really enjoyed it also all of the time the song all of the time gives us a catchy hook and, and it keeps the energy going with fast-paced rhythms and the hook usually stays stuck in your your mind as soon as the song comes on you're like, all of the time, I'm living it. Romeo is another dope, dope song with a great feature from Bass, who drops a fire verse over a pop boom bap beat. Super fire. I really enjoyed that song as well. One of the features that really brings Jungle's music more to life. And then you got the song Fire. It's a dope instrumental track, which gives us very similar vibes to the British group Salt. 
which is a group that I reviewed in season one with their album nine. What do you know about me? Jungle here provides us with another anthem-like performance. Get your pump. It gets you confident, it gets you beating your chest. It's really, really uh, daring. And one of the very small risks that they take with this particular album. Now, Goodbye My Love slow things down, but it does not slow things down too much. It, it goes down very smooth like a chai tea latte on a Friday morning. This track also features elegant vocals provided by Priya Raghu. A couple of duds, though, are presented with this particular project. The middle part of this track list with Bonnie Hill being sprinkled in the middle, I didn't really appreciate this song. I really didn't like this song that much, mainly because it feels like a song they didn't make, that didn't make the cut on their Forever album. Then you got Truth, which was okay, but the delivery was a little bit too stale. But that's about it. All in all, I thoroughly enjoyed this album and it's by far my favorite Jungle album to date. I just felt that this album had more energy, more grand production, and this is just simply a feel-good album to bump in your whips for the summer. Overall, I give this one a 8 out of 10. Really appreciated this album. Jungle, keep up the good work. It's working. Up next, we got L. Michael's Affair, Ekandayo Inversions. And this is led by New York musician Leon Michaels, who is known as L. Michaels Affair. And he is known for his many covers spanning reggae, hip hop, and beyond. While the British reggae soul artist uh, Liam Bailey was recording Ekandayo, uh, L. Michaels had produced tracks in a reggae vein for Liam Bailey, so much to the point that he was excited. They both collaborated and did, and was able to give us a second project off of Liam Bailey's original version of Ekandayo that was released in late 2020. Now this consists of 13 tracks with a runtime of 35 minutes. And musically, this album contains the same raw motion that Liam displayed on the original version, but with L. Michael's elegant touch. This is basically an instrumental cover with some dope features from Black Thought and Scratch Perry. There's dope reggae vibes all over this one and L. Michaels does an excellent job of not allowing inversions to sound repetitive or boring. My favorite tracks off this album is Conquer and Divide which features a excellent verse from Black Thought. Ugly Truths featuring Lee Scratch Perry also is a nice song. Superstar and also Lucky Man which gives us that signature reggae sound. Now my least favorite tracks off this album is Angel Face and King and these tracks although not bad didn't have me hitting the replay button. However this album is overall worth the listen. L. Michaels was in his bag production wise on this album. If you're a big fan of his music he's known for different projects that he's dropped over the years. He's covered a lot of things. Enter the 36 Chambers by Wu-Tang is one of them. He did a live instrumental version of that. Please do yourself a favor and check that out. This is a good follow-up to Liam Bailey's album that he dropped in 2020. 
and you won't be disappointed. I want to put you guys up to speed on a list of albums that have came out that I won't be able to do a real deep review of, but I'll just give you a summary of how I felt about them, starting with this album, Olive, Ego Death, which is an atmospheric and ambient project. It's mostly instrumental, lots of sounds, lots of sound waves. It's not for everybody, but you'll be able to sift through a few tracks on here and find something that you like. I give this one overall a 6 out of 10. Upon first listen, casual music fans probably won't dig this, but for those who like their ears challenged, I think you will appreciate Aleph Ego Death. I think this is a very, very nice album. Up next, we got Leon Bridges, Gold Digger Sound. And I'm going to have to just say that Robert Glasper feature for Born Again is amazing. This is one of my favorite songs of the year. It's probably going to go down as one of my favorite songs of the year list. Just too bad that the rest of the album didn't sound like I was just so disappointed with the results from this album. Leon Bridges, he's been one of my favorite artists for uh, quite some time. And this album just let me down. It was just boring. It was redundant. A lot of the instrumentals on here were just kind of bland. I will say this, maybe later on down the line this year, when I kind of go back and listen to a few albums. I'm gonna put this one in the category of albums that I'm gonna go back and re-listen to. Maybe I wasn't in a good headspace, but this particular project did not impress me at all. Up next, we have Laura Vula, Pink Noise. And I'm telling you, this album caught me by surprise. She's a funk R&B artist, and I'm telling you, there's some nice 80s vibes all over the place on this album. Pretty good, excellent vocals, kind of puts you in the mind of a new age version of Patrice Russian and with, with very catchy hooks and very funk-filled grooves. This one is a stellar project. I give this one a seven out of 10 as well. Please do yourself a favor and check that album out as well. Up next, we got Jazz is Dead Volume 8 featuring Brian Jackson. And this one is one of the best Jazz is Dead projects that has come out in a while. Over here, we find Ali Shaheed from Tribe Called Quest and Adrian Young teaming up again to provide us with some deep, jazz compositions with all the legends of the jazz genre i really appreciated this album i really love this album and to all my jazz enthusiasts you will truly appreciate this project it's a nine out of ten for me easily one of this year's best jazz releases and brian jackson that that was an excellent choice by ali shaheed and adrian young to collaborate with before i close the show i just want to put you up on an artist that you need to be on the lookout for, Genevieve. She's an R&B singer and songwriter. She's dropped a few very good singles over the past year, most notably Baby Powder and Eternal. Now, she just dropped a new single over the weekend. It's called Resume. She hit this one out the park again, three home runs in a row, hat trick. I mean, She's on fire from three-point range. All of these songs are great. And if the album is going to sound this good, and I'm definitely going to be sitting in the front row when that album is released. Do yourself a favor. Treat yourself 
to some of her songs. She doesn't have an album out yet. I believe it's going to be dropping in the late 2021 season. So be on the lookout for that. You heard it here first, right here at the Cafe of Coffee and Beats. And that will do it for the show. Again, I would like to thank you for coming to my coffee shop. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell for notifications and hit that like button. Don't forget to do that. And also, download the podcast, the Coffee and Beats podcast. It is important to download that because I will be dropping mixtapes on that podcast and it will be available on all podcast platforms. So please do yourself a favor, find Rod the Magnifs Coffee and Beats in the search box, type it in Google, it'll come up and just subscribe also to the Coffee and Beats podcast. I thoroughly appreciate that. And with that being said, I am your musical barista. And remember, when it comes to coffee and when it comes to music, stay grounded for life. I will see you on the next one.